We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one person who doesn't have to worry about looking for a head coach or his head coach leaving, yeah. maybe another coach leaving, uh, is the general manager of the Detroit Lions, Brad Holmes, who joins us now. How are you? Doing great, doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, well, we're glad to have you, and we're glad to have you in a happy times. Obviously, you know, didn't make the playoffs, but you have to be pleased. Like, this town is just so pumped up with enthusiasm of, of what you guys accomplished this year. Yeah, and, you know, that that really means a lot. You know, um, Dan and I talk about it. We have talked about it in the past just about, you know, what, what, what the city and the fan base has been through for so long. And, you know, just to provide hope and optimism, you know, heading in, into the off season. And, yeah, you're right, you know, like – we we felt like you know we we deserved a shot you know but it didn't happen and you know I, I wish it would have happened where we would have made the postseason but you know Dan and I feel like you know everything happens for a reason and um, but it, it was cool to see the plan that we've talked about um, constantly since we've been here it was cool to see that plan come to life and that the whole world were able to see it uh, on national TV but um, we still got work to do but I think we're just getting started. What, from an evaluator's standpoint, as you're watching the team start one and six, then they get that win at home against Green Bay, what, from an evaluation standpoint, was the biggest difference for this team at the end of the year than it was at the beginning of the year? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I will say, you know, knowing that we were going to have such a young team and that, that that's the way that we kind of built this thing and – you know, when, when you have a young team, you got to live through the youth lumps and, you know, th- those guys just kind of learning how to win. And um, what I thought was really cool is at the end of the season, um, I-, I thought that they finally learned how to win. They learned how to win on the road. Um, they learned how to win when they got 
tough and you had to grind through it like a uh, New York Jets game on the road, like you, like, you know, uh, being down. So, again, it was just that development process uh, over and those young guys just continuing to develop. And we have a phenomenal coaching staff that have a passion to develop, and they're so good that they can accelerate development, like I've always said. And I believe that they showed that. Um, I believe that our defense – got better um, in, in the last half of the season. Um, I know it was kind of rough early on. I know we were scoring a bunch of points all the way through, but, you know, we had to make some tweaks about halfway through. And I think when we made those tweaks on defense, it it, it, it kind of started right after the Seattle game, I believe, where we go to New England, and I know the score wasn't what we wanted it to be, but we started seeing some signs of growth. I think we may have held them to five field goals or so. So, feeling good we go into the bye and then we I think we had kind of Dallas on the ropes all until the bottom fell out you know in those last three or four minutes of the game but then we had another setback versus the Dolphins but you know um but after that Dolphins game um Dan had to make a, a tough call on the staff and we made some some more tweaks and um that's when we kind of start started to see it all come together Brad Holmes joins us on the Stoney and Jansen program. Uh, going forward, you talked uh, on Tuesday about Jared Goff. You don't think he's a bridge. That Obviously, he had a terrific year. Are you going to think about extending him, and how does that all work? Yeah, I mean, you know, we just take it, you know, year year by – well, I don't want to say take it year by year, but, you know, I'm happy with the season that, that he had. Um, you know, he, he will he – will, come in next year as the uh, starter and um, I've again I've always had confidence in him but you know from a contractual standpoint and, and all of that we kind of just just keep those things in house and we'll address them at the appropriate time but you know I, I've always had you know I, I did I made the comment never saw him as a bridge and always had confidence in him but I will say this and I think I want to I don't, I don't want to get it kind of confused because I don't want to make it sound like I've always been a fan of Jared just because I was a part of drafting him right. in L.A. Like, that, like that's not why. And I think I, I often hear that, like, oh, he's part of drafting, so that's why he loves. <laughs> you want every pick to work out, but every pick doesn't work out. And the, the, the reason why I've been a fan of him and, and the reason why I've had confidence in him about what he could do is that we drafted him at 16 when I was in L.A., yeah, he, didn't, he wasn't a full-time starter. He started like the last you know, few chunky games there at the end. But his first season as a full-time starter in 17 went to the playoffs. Second season as a full-time starter in 18 went to the Super Bowl. Third season as a full-time starter didn't make the playoffs. Fourth season as a full-time starter in 20 made the playoffs. So three out of those four years of me with him, he was a postseason quarterback and won as a Super Bowl. So – that's what I saw to have confidence about what he could do. But then we make the trade of Stafford, and yes, I told Les Snead, yes, I want Jared part of the trade, and and that that meant something to me because he came into here in, in 21. That was a difficult situation he was put in. Now, did he play his best? No, he did not, and and he knew that, but. It was hard for me to think, like, all right, what quarterback is going to strive in, all right, you're decimated with injuries. You don't really have your offensive line. You don't – you're decimated at receiver. And, like, 
you're missing a lot of pieces. We had to make a midseason change at offensive coordinator. Like, that was tough. And so when he had the production he had this year, like I said in the past, I think it was a lot of, well, what he did in 17 and 18 and 20. I think that was forgotten about. It was all about the recent bias of what he went through last year. So I think it's a little bit of like, oh, wow, he's good now. Well, no, he's he's actually been good in the Mm -hmm. past, but he just had to go through a little adversity, and I appreciate the way that he battled back. Um, And, you know, um, so, again, I've always said it's not a surprise to me, but I am just happy of the way that he produced and and, and what he did because – the one thing that I think gets overlooked sometimes is his durability. And um, when you have a guy that you can depend on and he's durable and he's always going to be there and then he's taking care of the football, like how he's taking care of football, you know, um, I think he's going to set your team up for success all the time. Well, he has been very durable, but one of the questions that we've had is what happens if he gets hurt? Because in 21, he did miss some time. How important is it for you guys to address the backup quarterback situation? Yeah, no, that's a fair question. That's a fair question because, you know, let's call it what it is. <laughs> you know, um, we signed Tim Boyle, you know, when when Dan and I first got in here last year as the number two. And, and unfortunately, it didn't, it didn't transpire to what we wanted it to be. But um, going into – this past year, yeah, I mean, we went down to the umpteenth hour trying to figure out what we we're going to do at number two, and um, I, I've I've met, let it be known internally that um, we're we're not going to be in that position again heading into this year. So um, we have to get get that settled. You know, I thought Nate Selfield did a nice job with us, um, but so you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, I am going to make it a point of emphasis to make sure that being that we're finally in a position to kind of address that quarterback room behind Jared, um, like we did, and we haven't been in that position in the past, but that is going to be a point of emphasis this year. Brad Holmes joins us on the Stoney and Jansen program. Obviously the defense needs some work maybe in the, in the back end at linebackers. Free agency, there's some people out there. Should we expect maybe some marquee guys this time or same old, same stuff you guys did last year with less, uh, less known guys who fit in the culture more? Yeah, well, like I always say about free agency, you just <laughs> – you better be careful. And, you know, just because a guy is available, um, you know, and he costs a lot, so he'll be labeled as a marquee guy, that doesn't mean that he's the right guy. Right. So and that, that's what I've always said. Like you can you can spend and find a guy from another team and pay him a lot of money, but we got to make sure it's the right fit and he's the right player and he he fits our culture. He he, he fits uh, our scheme and he, he he fits us. So those are the things that we look at because you know in free agency, especially talking about defensive backs, you know guys. Guys, the really good ones that you really can depend on and that have been really good players, sometimes they're not always available. So that's why you got to be a little careful just kind of spending on a marquee, quote-unquote marquee name in free agency. But we'll always continue to be selective and strategic with that, and uh, we'll make the right decisions. And, and, you know, in terms of free agency, you know, like you mentioned, you don't necessarily know every single thing about a guy because you haven't been with him every single day. You haven't seen him train. You don't know how he is in the locker room, how he fits in your defense. But 
And I think you've got a, a unique decision to make. Jeff Okuda, you guys have seen him every single day work. You know what he's like in the mm-hmm. locker room. You know what he's like in the training room. Now that you've had a year where you've seen him on the field, you're going to be faced with the decision of picking up his fifth-year option. How do you go about evaluating him and making that decision where he's he's coming off of his third year going into his fourth? got to make that decision, but – He's really coming off almost his rookie year in terms of a full year of watching him play the game and develop. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great point. And that, that's, that's what makes it a little bit unique uh, when you're trying to forecast what, what, what his uh, future is, is going to be in terms of, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he, he's been in the league for, you know, the amount of years he's been in. But, yeah, it it's kind of really was his rookie year. And so you wouldn't have to – you wouldn't want to make a, a forecast of a player's future just off of his rookie year. But that's just kind of the uniqueness of where Jeff is. So um, I know that we'll uh, look at it. We'll, we'll evaluate it. Um, I know our staff right now currently, as we speak, is evaluating everybody uh, for the totality of the season right now. And um, we'll discuss it internally, and we'll, we'll, we'll make the correct decision and make the right assessment. But I'm proud of the way Jeff, you know, Jeff was challenged. Um, Jeff responded to the challenge, and he he had some bright moments, and he had some moments that I'm sure that he'd like to have back. So, um, so you do have to look at the upside of the player, and you know, with our staff, I think we have a really good defensive coaching staff, and you know, um, can he continue to trend upward in the right direction? But we'll we'll make the appropriate decision. Do you need to upgrade at kicker? <laughs> Who's asking? Me. <laughs> Stoney. <laughs> no, you know what, man? The kicker situation. So, obviously, um, you know, we had to make a tough decision coming down at the end of camp, um, you know, at a Cybert and Patterson. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you know, we obviously we went with Cybert and, you know, that didn't work out in, in Patterson. You know, those are tough decisions yeah. that you have to live with and you have to deal with. And, you know, i never forget, out of all the tough decisions that we had to make, uh, I look back at it, and that literally was the toughest one. And I never forget when when we made that decision. Um, I, I just knew I was like, man, Riley's gonna <laughs> he, he's a talented guy. And so um, that 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 was that was arguably the toughest one that we had to make um, at the end of camp. But appreciate what Badgley did. We had to go through some other guys, and um, was able to get Badgley in here and. He, he he did a nice job, and I like how Badgley is wired. Um, you know, that's the thing about kickers is they have to be wired right. And, you know, um, I like his mentality in terms of if he misses a kick, man, he, he he's not sulking, he's not down in the tank. He just kind of brushes it off. And the, like, the weird thing with Badgley is that when he misses a kick, as much as I want him to make them all, I kind of get a little bit – I kind of get a little bit of happy when he misses one because I'm like, okay, I think he's got it out of himself. And so now he's he's going to have the right mindset. He'll make the next one. But, you know, we'll, um, you know, obviously he's a, he's another one that we'll have to see if we can get back here. Um, 
But, you know, obviously there's always going to be competition at kicker. Three wins in year one, nine wins this year, and just barely missed out on the playoffs. What are your expectations for your franchise going into year three? Look, we, we, we have to be a playoff team. That, 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 that's what it is. I mean, again, I, I felt like we were deserving of that this year. Um, but obviously it didn't happen. And it, it is what it is. And, you know, we, we have to live with that. You know, um, the reality is this. You know, next year if we're saying that we want to be a playoff team, you know, I want to uh, – hopefully we're not in a position where we are depending on other people and depending on help. Like we got to take care of our business on, on the front end and and be in position to just outright be a playoff team and 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 you know we had put ourselves in a hole and we lived with that. That Dan and the staff did an unbelievable job of 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 getting the ship turned around. The the players responded. Um, I appreciate them so much. But um, yeah, next year. We, we, we have to uh, handle the business on the front end and, and get into the dance. Final thing, uh, you worried about losing Brent Johnson? He's getting a lot of interview requests. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a lot of attention. You, you know, I always say, like, you know, when you have, when you lead a, you know, an offense that's highly productive and you're in the top 10, top five uh, offensively, um, Whoever is writing that that ship is going to get a lot of attention. Um, you know, people want to see points scored, and um, and that's that's the that's the nature of the game. You want to got to score more points than the other team, and so um, and rightfully so. But um, you know, hopefully we could have them back. But I understand those opportunities don't don't come along very often, and um, you know, I'm I'm happy for for Ben in his first year as an OC, to have the production in, in leading our offense. Um, I thought he did an incredible job. Uh, he's a really bright guy. Um, I have a lot of respect for him, and um, we'll just kind of see what happens with these opportunities. Brad, thank you very much. Yeah. As you know, this this town is kind of falling in love with this football team again, and you're a huge part of that. And hopefully we'll talk to you before the draft. Uh, keep it up and uh, appreciate it. Yep. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. Brad Holmes, the general manager of your Detroit Lions. Here with Stoney and Jansen, 97 won the ticket. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.